Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome in to another episode of Real Sports Talk by Naraj Kalia. It is February 6, 2024. Hope you're all doing well on this Tuesday. Getting by, hitting your stride this week. As always, you can find more of me and my episodes on various platforms, including Spotify, Zencaster, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podvine, and many more platforms. If you've missed anything regarding to the NFL 2023-2024 season, anything with the NFL 2023-2024 playoffs, uh, it's all there. Give it a listen, check it out. You'll be up to speed in no time. So, in today's episode, I want to continue my preview of Super Bowl 58. And in the last episode, I had talked about offensive players for each team that I think are going to be highly important in this matchup. And now I'm going to switch over. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about the defensive side of the ball. And I'm going to actually, uh, before I dive into the players who I think are the most important defensively for both teams. Then I'll dive into this matchup between both coordinators. Um, I'm going to talk about both coordinators uh, for both teams. And which coordinator do I think has the edge in terms of matchup and how things may play out. So you look at it on one side, you know, you have Steve Wilkes, um, who was once a former NFL head coach. Obviously, didn't get along with a leash when he was a coach um, due to, obviously, the management and how the Cardinals did that. But Steve Wilkes has been someone who's been in the game uh, for quite a bit of a long time. And he's definitely someone that has been able to have success and kind of work his way up, definitely, with leadership and some of the things that he's been able to do. Uh, you've seen things improve slightly at times with the 49ers during his time there. But Steve Wilkes is, um, no, by, by, by far, this is going to be one of his most toughest challenges, probably as a defensive coordinator um, in the Super Bowl, just because of who he's playing, right? And look at Steve Wilkes. I mean, this Niners defense, sure, they have not been as dominant or as great as they were under D'Amico Ryans and Robert Sala at one point. But this team's got a lot of talent on the different side of the ball. And Steve Wilkes um, is someone who, throughout this season, has been able to find success at times. And he's going to have to come up with something really uh, uh, well-planned to execute against Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs offense, right? Now, there's been that talk throughout the entire season, right, about the Chiefs and their offense um, and how they looked at various points in the season. So for Steve Wilkes, someone who's been in the game quite a bit, um, you know, it's going to kind of come down to him being able to pick point a few things. And the adjustments is what I think that Steve Wilkes is going to really have to really key on in this game is because you're coaching, you're going to be going against, coaching against, you know, Andy Reid and Matt Nagy and that physicality that be, being able to kind of restore that and this big game what Steve Wilkes has to do. If the Niners had any chance of, of forcing the Chiefs into mistakes or forcing the Chiefs to play out of their comfort zone, I mean, Steve Wilkes defensively 
and this you know, he's gonna have to do a good job of coaching and knowing when to you know when to effectively blitz Patrick Mahomes when to keep things and let that front four work. So I think the scheming is gonna be really really important for Steve Wilkes to figure out in this game, and you know, he's got quite a bit of things to figure out. Right, there's not a whole lot that he needs to be too worried about with the Chiefs in terms of he knows that they will try to feature Travis Kelsey and Rashid Rice and a few others, but his main focus is stopping Patrick Mahomes, right, and what he does, and so um, it is definitely a tall order um, for Steve Wilkes in this matchup, but he's got the talent, uh, he's got the defensive line to do it, and how well can he push those players in certain spots throughout this game will be very, very important. The other side, you have Steve Spagnuolo, uh, obviously one of the best, if not the best, defensive coordinator uh, right up there in the NFL history. Obviously, what he's done with the Giants is well documented with the defenses that he coached and helped you know, bring us a couple of championships. Uh, he's been a tremendous person who's been able to do a lot with, with, with personnel and uh, certain things. He's been really a lead at it for a long time. And... You know, there's a lot of different circumstances, no doubt, about this match compared to last time. And so for Steve Spagnuolo, you know, keep Steve Spagnuolo is, you know, you uh, look at this defense itself, right? He's been able, to, they've been able to replenish talent and get younger players to, to you know, fit in with the veteran groups. Now, with the loss of a pass rusher, you know, you know, how effectively can he bring out the best in a in a George Kalafas, you know, or um, you know, Adena is going to be key, right? And so, I think that's uh, Steve He's got to navigate through. He's got a defense that has been solid this year. Argued to be made that the Chiefs' defense has been one of the best defenses they've had in quite some time. Their ability to pressure, to get after it, take away the football—it's um, been very impressive. And for Steve Spagnuolo, his challenge really comes down to being able to take away the easy things for Brock Purdy, right? Now, Brock Purdy is someone who is a far better player uh, early on in his career than Jimmy Garoppolo was. And so, uh, against the blitz, against pressure, um, Brock Purdy has put up very impressive numbers. And so, for Spagnolo, it's all about, you know, how are you going to bring about getting pressure and getting him off his spot? in this game, right? Because there's a lot of weapons that can make or break um, that defense, right? And Debo Samuel is one of them, right? Um, Debo Samuel is one of them, right? Ayuk is someone that will be in this matchup. George Kittle, right? And then you have, obviously, Christian McCaffrey to work back. So it's all about, uh, for Steve Spagnuolo, being able to take away some of these options. Right, and who are you going to be able to slow and limit? Who are you going to force you to beat you? And that's something that Steve Spagnuolo is going to have to figure out early and often this game is trying to limit those big plays. Niners can get down the field as Brock Purdy, right? And then being able to make sure that the players that are making plays, you know, aren't able to do it at a high rate. And so, uh, look at Spagnuolo and the way he's been coaching defenses and players. He always finds a game plan that best suits what they try to do. So I expect to see Spagnuolo bring blitz and pressures against Brock Purdy. Um, I think the key to it all, making it work, is how well can that 
front four uh, get after it, right? And are they going to be able to cover in the back end if they bring off, you know, blitz off the edge? So it's all about discipline. It's all about momentum. Can this defense kind of be good enough to make, uh, you know, uh, make a few stops here and there or be able to give an extra possession back to their offense? It's going to be really key. So expect Mel is going against Kyle Shanahan, right? And Kyle Shanahan is definitely someone who's been talked about already quite a bit and need to be talked about. It's all about the game planning, the scheming, right? And for Kyle Shanahan, whether they want to run the football right at where the Chiefs are weak on the line, that will be a thing that Spagnuolo has to account for. Um, but also, the big time play action plays is something that Spagnuolo is going to have to adjust and find ways to make sure that Brock Purdy doesn't hurt this defense uh, down the field, especially in the middle of the field. And they can find a way to keep things in front of them. They can, he can scheme certain ways where he makes Brock Purdy take the shorter throws instead of the longer throws. Uh, hold to the ball a little bit extra. That might help that Chiefs pass rush get to him eventually. So if I had to give a defensive coordinator an edge in this particular Super Bowl matchup, um, I'm still going to go see Spagnuolo. I think that there's a lot more that Chiefs defense is, is going to be able to do. I think um, the Niners have had their struggles. They've been able to overcome some of those struggles here and there throughout the postseason. They have the better talent, I know, at some spots. But I think Spagnolo's game plan, the way he's been able to do it over a period of time, uh, I think it suits him better in this game. I think he should have more of an edge and an advantage in terms of, I think, adjustments and scheme-wise. I think Spagnolo, even if, if Brock Purdy has success early, I think Spagnolo has it has a, in him a defensive you know that he, I think he has it in him to make good enough adjustments to take away and give the you know, give it and get more better results. I think so. Points may happen early for the 49ers potentially, but I think expecting those adjustments, being able to limit that that the high scoring, you know, I think is far greater. And maybe uh, if the Chiefs are able to get off to a lead or be able to you know make some adjustments, I think Spagnuolo has shown a greater ability than Steve Wilkes to do that. Uh, and the championship experience does matter for 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 Technolo as well. So I'll go see Technolo having the edge in terms of defense and what ultimately may decide the game at the end. So having said that, now I want to shift into and talk about the three most important players on defense for the 49ers in the Super Bowl matchup. And I think number one, the most important player that comes to mind it's got to be Nick Bosa, right? Um, Nick Bosa has definitely been a solid player for the 49ers since he was drafted, right? And he's someone that is highly motivated, has played at a high level for a very long time, is going to get a contract. If not, he already may have gotten a contract, right? Um, so... But having said that, his production, his play has been tremendous for the 49ers. But he's been healthy and been 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 available. Um, he's been tremendous, and he's someone that in that first of all matchup, you know, two three seasons ago or so, he did play well. And his game has done. His game has only gotten better. And Nick Bosa's got to be able to create havoc, right? He has a matchup against. Um, 
you know, Taylor and Smith, right? Um, depending on where they line him up. I mean, he's talked a lot about, uh, and this is a well-documented thing about the Chiefs, right? Their tackles have had a lot of offensive holding calls this season. And he's someone who's going to be trying to disrupt Patrick Mahomes from that right side. And he's got to have a big game. Um, you know, there obviously there are games where we've seen players step up and have big games. Von Miller did that for Denver, right? And they had their, their Super Bowl run. Uh, you saw Von Miller make an impact, right? I think Nick Boston has to do the same. Whether it's in the run game, whether it's in terms of getting, getting to Patrick Mahomes and getting him on the ground, I think Nick Bosa has to set, set the tone uh, that's the, on the side of the ball uh, because a lot of things that the Chiefs will try to do, whether it be running the football, whether it be trying to get passes out quick in the outlet, I think Nick Bosa's ability um, to be able to diagnose that, put it, put, you know, put it down early will be big. So I, I would say Nick Bosa is, is one of the most important players uh, for the 49ers in this game. I would say the second most important player uh, to watch for um, the 49ers. I'm going to go with Fred Warner, the linebacker. Fred Warner uh, has been in the league uh, quite a bit. Obviously, he and Greenlaw have been tremendous together. But I think Fred Warner is someone that you expect him to be able to do some things. Now, it may have been him or, or, uh, or Greenlaw who has... You know, who, who kind of forced Mahomes into an interception or so in that first matchup. I think whatever it may be, I mean, their biggest job, Fred Warner is, is going to have to be able to find ways to control the middle of the field, right? And they had some uncharacteristic, you know, uncharacteristic mistakes or so against the Lions and the Packers in that aspect. So I think Fred Warner's got to clean that up. Part of it, it's him, part of it's Greenlaw, but. I would say Fred Warner more because he's been uh, a really reliable and consistent player throughout this Niners like team, like throughout all the defensive coordinator changes from D'Amico Ryan's to Robin Sala, to Steve Wilkes. Like Fred Warner has been able to play in every technique, every scheme, and he's got to be at his best to be able to contain Travis Kelsey, try to make some physical hits across the field in the middle. But he's got to be disciplined, and he's got to be able to find a way to make sure that Patrick Mahomes doesn't step up too much in the pocket or run or take off. And that's going to be a lot of him being able to be disciplined in that aspect. And I would say the third and most important player for the for the 49ers on defense, um, I'm going to have to go with Tredavious Ward in the back end. Now, this is somebody who's played in Kansas City, has familiarity uh, with Mahomes to some degree, right? Um... In some aspects, right? Not a huge thing, but he was somebody who was there in Kansas City. And yeah, he's under obviously Steve Wilkes, and uh, he's been one of the Niners players that has seen some action in the, in the secondary. The Niners are going to need him to be at, at, at top, of, top of his game uh, there in the back end. So there, may be, there may be moments, right, where uh, you will see. Um, Mahomes may take a shot or two and Davis Ward is someone who definitely sure has been has had some struggles here and there the Niners defense has had some struggles in the back end but I think he's going to have to make some plays right you don't want the Chiefs to beat you uh, 
uh, the big plays over the top. They very well know. I mean, there is no right. There's no Tyreek Hill, right? And that element of fast track, you know, one hit home run type of plays, something that hurt them in that previous matchup years ago. I think if you're the Niners, if you're Steve Wilkes, Richard Davis Ward, you want to be able to make sure that you're able to disguise your coverage really well. And the back end, you make a play on the football, right? When Mahomes is, you know, when you when you get Mahomes to put the ball in the air deep and you're able to kind of capitalize on that ball, whether it be a tip ball, interception, does build confidence because then you know that team has to beat you inside and out against your linebackers, against your coverages. And so I think that he has a big role to play in this game, whether he follows Rashid Rice or Marquez Vendel-Scanlin or Justin Watson, he's going to have to make plays in the football for them to have a good chance to not give up too many points in this game. So now I'm going to shift over and talk to the Kansas City Chiefs and their defensive players. And I think the first most important defensive player that comes to mind that step up um, for Kansas City is George Kalafas, the, the pass rusher. Um, George Kalafas has been uh, a very productive player, no doubt. Uh, when he's, since he's been drafted, you've seen him have an impact. He's been tremendous in a lot of aspects, and not only in stopping the run, but being able to get to the quarterback. And you know, he may find himself going against Trent Williams, the all-pro left tackle, right? And it's really going to come down to how well uh, maybe he can find ways to impact Brock Purdy in the pocket, right? When Brock Purdy has been in the pocket at times, he's been tremendous. Uh, under pressure, sometimes he rolls out to make a play. And that containment is what I'm really looking forward to watching how George Kalafas will play Brock Purdy. If he gets, gets a chance to get to him or try to contain him when he goes for an outside run, I want to see George Kalafas make plays. Uh, you've got to be able to get to Brock Purdy in one way or another if you're George Kalafas. Um, and you got to make sure that you don't let him eat out those runs that he had against the Lions. And so his play overall, Spagnuolo has been terrific. But he needs to have an all-time game, especially with their other pass rusher that got, that got hurt and pushing toward his ACL. Um, it's going to be a lot of pressure on him to be able to generate havoc in that aspect. I would say the second most important player uh, for, the, for the Kansas City Chiefs um, in this matchup, um, I'm going to have to go linebacker. I'm going to have to go Nick Bolton. And the reason why I go, I go Nick Bolton is because uh, Nick Bolton has been a really solid linebacker for the, the Kansas City Chiefs. He's been one of their best players in the middle of the field. His challenge will only be tougher in this game because you've got McCaffrey, you've got IU. Um, you've got to be able to get off blocks. And Bolton has been someone who, yes, has been a tremendous player. He did score, obviously, last year in the Super Bowl with the fumble he had recovery-wise. But his job really is to be able to find ways to not only uh, affect this Niners run game, but make sure that the middle, middle of the field, things are accounted for. And... Uh, it will take a little more than him, but if he can find a way to, you know, force Brock Purdy into some throws or get him out of his comfort zone pressure-wise a little bit, I think that will help the Chiefs defense tremendously. But Bolton's got to be able to, to 
you know, hit second level, make plays. Because Niles will try to, you know, do end around schemes. And it's really going to come down to being able to make the tackle. And I think that's the most important part for Nick Bolton is that he's got to be able to make the open field tackles. And he can't let those missed can't let those missed opportunities go by. He's going to have to find a way to wrap up and tackle well in this game, especially if the Niners try to run things across the middle of the field or across the formation. His speed and his ability to close on def- uh, on these offensive players will be highly important. And then the final play that I'm going to go that is, is going to have to really be really important to, their, to the hopes of the Chiefs to win this game is Ladarius Sneed. Right? Now, Ladarius Sneed uh, um, has been the best cornerback or best back-end player for the Chiefs all season long. And obviously there's numbers and metrics that go into it, right, in terms of how he's done against wide receivers, what he hasn't allowed so much. Last week was probably the first time. Um, right, last week was – or not last week, but the week before. The international game was the first game or so where she allowed, like, a touchdown when he was covering. So – I think for the need his challenge really is right, Debo Samuel, um, Brandon Ayuk, whichever player he covers, right? You want to be able to see um, him cover well in the back end, right? The Niners do do generate big plays, and against the Detroit Lions, um, you saw the. Liners make big plays, right? IU caught a big pass, George Kittle caught on. So I think Ladarius needs the ability to make plays, to limit those big plays will be important. And no doubt Samuel will be given an opportunity to, to you know, get after him. I'm sure will Brandon Ayuk and Rashawn Jennings. Um, that will definitely happen. So Ladarius needs tackling, discipline, and coverage against all that's going to be highly important because if they can force Brock Purdy into turnovers, if they can get some short fields for Mahomes on the offense early and often, if he can be opportunistic and, and intercept the ball or make plays on the ball, that will go a long way in helping the Chiefs as a defense play it with high confidence and high high efficiency. So I'll say Ladarius need as my final most important player for the Kansas City Chiefs. So there you have it for my defensive players spotlight, Super 58. Um, help to preview the quarterback matchup, the coaching matchup, and ultimately get to my preview of the game itself and all that breakdown and then some. So once again, thank you for listening and have a great rest of the day, guys. Thank you.